Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We're actually joined by Bernard Foley over in Tokyo right now. Bernard, welcome to the show and go, my friend. G'day, guys. Yeah, a self-proclaimed uh, tragic as well, so Jimmy, you're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> good man, good man. Mate, how is life treating you over in Japan at the moment? Yeah, it's going well. We, uh, besides, I've just done a, uh, a small hamstring strain, but uh, other than that, the uh, the season's kicking along well. We're probably two-thirds through, um, so we're into the, the business end of it, which is exciting, and um, life up here is has been affected by COVID, but also it's um, been a really good experience. Nadsa, Drew here. Mate, I just wanted firstly just ask how you're feeling because I got a, a nice little belated birthday message from you last night, you and uh, Paddy Ryan, another former Waratah teammate, just having a couple of birthday beers on my behalf. How have you pulled up? Yeah, no, not too bad, Drew. You know the uh, <laughs> the Tokyo night team can get get the best of you. Oh, mate, uh, go there was a game. There was a, a Sunwolves game that you were commentating one day that I think you came <laughs> off back of about half an hour of sleep and you were uh, trying to catch up in the tunnel before the game. But yeah, um, Rapongi no, got the better all, of me. All's well. All's well. We uh, we knew it was a big milestone for Drew, so we had to, uh, to to celebrate accordingly. Jump in the onsen today, mate, just to recover. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly <laughs> right. We'll be doing uh, that. The what bike and the onsens. Uh, we'll get a workout today. Mate, we've just had our uh, the first 40-man Wallaby squad announced here in Australia last Sunday afternoon. Dave Rennie announced his first squad of the year. Firstly, did you get a chance to have a look at it and run your eyes over it? What are your thoughts? And also, is there still ambition from Bernard Foley to be involved in a, an upcoming squad and an upcoming World Cup? Well, firstly, yeah, I think it was a, uh, a pretty exciting squad and I think it, what it did, it rewarded guys who had been playing well, who Done well in the in the Super Rugby this year, and who have taken their chances. So I think it's uh, it's exciting time for those guys who who got selected and who get to attend the uh, the Wallaby camp. I remember, you know, it's always um, it, it's it's for, for those new guys who, who get selected for the first time. You know, it's it's a great experience, and um, it's a it's it's what they've been living living for for so many years. So to get that recognition, but you know, it's definitely not the be and the end all for them. They're, they're going to go on and. And kick on, and hopefully make a, a a long wallaby career. For me personally, there's always ambition, Drew. Um, you know, looking at World Cups and 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 also you know playing alongside yourself and and Drew um, and Matt Giddo when they came back. You know, it was great to see the influence and the um, experience that you guys were able to add in 2015 to the squad. So there's always ambition. I, I look at the World Cups. I look at uh, the wallaby games and, and love watching. So. Um, there is that, that fire that burns within as well. Bernie, you're playing with the Kubota Spears at the moment over in Tokyo, uh, and you, you've been in some fantastic form at the moment. Uh, what have you enjoyed about playing in the Spears setup? Is, is it a, a different style of rugby in Japan from what you're expecting? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think the it's, a, it's completely different in terms of the company model over here. So you play for companies 
such as the Kubota, if there's other teams that are Panasonic, um, Suntory, Mitsubishi, Toyota, all those sort of kids. So there's a, there's a great uh, life lesson when you come over here that you play with guys who are also workers of the company and um, factory workers or, or, you know, they go in an office job. So for me, that was the uh, recognition that, and just the acknowledgement of how good uh, we get it in, in rugby. You know, you, you, we could be working day jobs or we could be um, working office jobs. But for me, it was a, a really good um, recognition and, and, and sort of humbling experience to understand and, and go back to sort of the core roots of rugby. And I think Japan, um, it definitely allows you to do that. You, you sort of understand why you're playing the game and uh, you play it for the real, real reasons up here and it's enjoyable. There is that uh, aspect of the Japanese that they don't have the physicality or the size of other other nations, so they have to find a way. And I suppose that way is trying to play quick ball speed, trying to play attacking rugby, and um, you know that resonates really well with me. Now you just spoke about how you've had to adjust to the footy up there in Japan. What about the lifestyle? What are some of the things? Obviously, there's a language barrier. Um, other things in terms of just getting around and you're doing your day to day, you know, errands and things like that. What are some of the biggest things you've had to adjust to? Yeah, it's definitely a uh, an adjustment, but I, th- I think that's probably why you enjoy the experience or why you take that challenge on of, of living overseas and getting out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah, it, it, Japan is one of those places where um, some of the, the most simple tasks or the, the most mundane tasks become uh, quite difficult because of the language barrier and because of uh, the, the different obstacles. But I've uh, enjoyed, I've, you know, one thing I suppose is trying to uh, pay your bills. Um, you, you're trying to do it online. You can't do it because there's no English spoken. So then you, you walk down to the convenience store um, and that's where you can do absolutely everything. But even then, the, per- the person looking like looking at you look like you're an alien trying to pay with money, trying to pay with the, uh, notes. And To be fair, you know, sometimes you when you turn up, you'd probably look like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, it goes both ways sometimes too. Mate, I, I just—I was always a big fan of the bidets over in Japan. Have you, have you got around that, or are you not a fan? Are you just a bit more of the, the paper wiper? No, it's it's definitely one of the joys of living in Japan. <laughs> I've, I've always said, I've always said when I uh, when I move back home, I'm bringing one of the uh, the Japanese toilets. Um, oh, there's there's a, the couple of things that are really. Uh, Efficient and cleanliness is definitely one of the Japanese strengths. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely be bringing one of the Japanese toilets back yeah, bring, home. Bring one for me too, please. <laughs> well, Bernie, thank you, you so much. You need one, Drew. <laughs> <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> More for luxury. Uh, Bernie, thanks for joining the show and go with us this morning. Good luck for the rest of the season with the Kubota Spears over there. And I hope... As the year goes on, as we go into Wallaby Squad's announcements into the Rugby World Cup, that we see your name in the fold there, mate. Thanks a lot, guys. Great to have, uh, great to be on the show and go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. We'll speak to you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Bernie. That's Bernard Foley uh, from the Wallabies over in Japan at the moment.